Hi, everybody. Thank you for downloading the podcast and for supporting the show. You are listening to Extreme Restraints University. Are you sure? (laughs) We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Hey, welcome to Extreme Restraint University. I am so glad you could join us today. As always, myself, Ian Rath, the amazing Aiden Starr. And today we have Ruckus. Hey, man, how are you? Doing great. Fabulous. That's great. And Aiden, because she is the keeper of all knowledge, what are we what are we talking about today, what? Ms. Star? Um, today we're talking about people with prostates. Ah, people with prostates. Yes. So that could be in what guise? Um, thank you for asking. Mm. So I didn't say men because um, there are so many people who have prostates who are not male. So um, what that could mean for somebody um, could be could include, but is not limited to, um, somebody who is a man. Um, somebody who is a cross-dresser, somebody who's non-binary, um, somebody who is a transgender woman. Lots of different people have prostates. You don't necessarily have to be male to have one. And I, I personally have a lot of friends and acquaintances who like to cross-dress in their personal time who are patrons of extreme restraints. Mm. And they use these things on themselves. And so the show's for, for you lovelies. Mm. People so, with prostates. So we're just talking about people with prostates. Talking about people with prostates. And if you have a prostate, how do you how do you get how do you get to the prostate, Ms. Star? Through the butthole. Ah. You just wanted to hear me say butthole. Do you want me to say anal? Because you like it when I say anal. Yep. Because yeah. generally you scream it. I, I, I'm you, waiting. You've been known. No, you've been I'm, known to scream. To it's anal, anal Have block. you seen the husky videos that are on the internet right now? No. So there's like this phenomenon of, especially on TikTok, of huskies. And husky dogs. They, yeah. Okay. And that they have attitudes, and sometimes when they want to communicate, they just lean their head back and yell. And I was thinking of you, thinking of me. Ah, when I was okay. watching the husky videos, because I am like that, and that's typically how I say anal. I'm warming up to it. Okay. I'll yell anal for you later. Okay. I appreciate that. I get excited. You do. You I get do. very she gets very excited about things she enjoys. Now, with that said, if you enjoy something, yeah. you should get equally You should get excited, excited as well. Too, because everything we do here, everything we talk about here is supposed to be fun. Yeah. If you're not having fun, you you're doing it wrong. Even if you're doing a very hard scene or a very interesting scene, it's supposed to be fun. And what goes along with that and what goes along with Doing doing prostate play or some on somebody is good communication skills. It's true. So when you're doing prostate play with someone and you are the one doing the giving, so I also wanted to talk about giving mm-hmm. uh, versus uh, topping. So we're not necessarily going to be in the realm of talking about any DS or um, which is dom sub for you guys at home or BDSM um, bondage. Um, discipline, domination, um, sadomasochism. Did I miss one? There's so many things that are encompassed by BDSM. We're not talking about that today. We're just talking about two people enjoying each other's bodies and each other's time and um, having non-alignment, non-gender specific butthole play with somebody with a prostate like this person sitting next to me. Hello. Hello. I have one. It's true. (laughs) It helps a great deal, doesn't it? I've seen it. So how? No, I felt it. I didn't see it. I'm like, so but how what kind of cameras did, do you have? So how did you start? So in, how did you realize in, you had blah, a prostate? Blah, 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 blah. So how when did you were you first you aware that you had a prostate? No, like but in co- but, it, but in in talking to people and talking to your partner, it it takes a lot for uh, most 
people to go, hey, I want this, whatever it is. If you're That's into bondage true. or if you want to be spanked. Or Not for everybody, but for a lot of, a lot of people, the majority of difficult. people, it is a difficult socially taboo conversation oh. because of the patriarchy construct for people with prostates to say, I would like to have my prostate explored. And we are here to tell you that you definitely should ask your partner to explore your prostate if that's what you're looking for, or you can explore it yourself. You don't need a par to right. be partnered. It, it doesn't make you an odd person. No. It doesn't make you... Bad, or um, it doesn't decide your gender alignment. It doesn't mm -hmm. decide your um, sexual preference or orientation. It says absolutely nothing about you as a human being yeah. to enjoy your prostate, and that's really important because I specifically have had men say to me, does it make me gay? because I like to have my prostate played with. Um, I, 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 hope and I hope that you guys are in a space or coming to a space, we're all coming to a space in 2021 where it doesn't matter if you're gay or not. But I also understand that if it matters to you or if you've been programmed by society or re well, whoever, religious institutions or your caretake, primary caretakers to think that it's bad that you're gay and you don't necessarily want to deal with that right now, if you just want to deal with your own body, and to say, I'm aware that I have a prostate and want to deal with my own pleasure. You don't have to take on like everybody's idea of your gender and your sexuality if you don't want to. You can just enjoy yourself and have a good time and realize that you're okay no matter no matter what yeah. anybody says about you or how it's perceived. Yeah. And we're telling you that because like somehow the internet thinks we know everything, which don't know. No. No, real bad. Uh, but but for everybody who respects our opinion in any way, we're telling you that you're awesome if you like to play with your prostate. Mm. And you're awesome. Yeah. So for having a prostate and liking the play. How did you find out that you like prostate play? Is it something you were interested in or something you found out accidentally or <laughs> something? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes you're waiting for the dryer to finish and you just <laughs> grab a seat right on top. And uh, I think it's a relatable experience. But, you know, people, vibration is generally going to stimulate blood flow to an area. So. For me, it was kind of just like messing around with vibrators that would be around for other partners I had, things like that. Um, figuring out where you're actually the most sensitive, realizing you don't actually have to put anything inside you and worry about, you know, trying to clean out or any of the normal like anal play prep that you might want to take on because you can also, just through pressure or a good vibrator on the outside, uh, there's not a lot of tissue. Right, so you can hit your prostate from uh, the outside without yeah. going in, yeah. inside. Even also. most people, when they're masturbating a certain way, if they're sitting somewhere or moving their hips a certain way, they may not be thinking about it, but you are actually just squeezing. And it's squeezing the prostate, the prostate and stimulating the prostate. Yeah, absolutely. That's where that extra blood flow is coming from. People who pull their balls when they're stroking a certain thing—it's generally all going in the same. So, a, a, an easy way to start might be to take a wand or a vibrator or something mm -hmm. and put it behind your testicles, put a little pressure there, and see if you enjoy that. Even just your entire, really exploring the length of—I don't know—like the internal parts of your cock, as far as like past the point where your balls start. People are like, that's the end of it, that's the whole organ. It's like, actually no, it's going all the way down to your prostate mm -hmm. and then your bladder, which explains a whole other like <laughs> crossover sensations that people generally <clears throat> might run into when they're exploring and then like, oh, I didn't like how that felt. It's like, well, 
sometimes it's just positioning, sometimes your bladder's too full, all these things, you know, like so many times when you're getting fucked, you might have to like, actually I hold on, pee. cut, I have right. to pee, and then you just run out of the room, go do it, come back, and then it's a completely different experience. It's a different experience. You go to like reposition yourself. Well, that is what you're saying. It's do you do you have to pee? Um, are you face up? Are you face down? Are your hands and knees? Are you laying on your side? Well, I think that Ruckus is talking specifically about the crossover sensation right. because the nerves are so close to each other. Mm -hmm. Which yes, if you if you have to pee, stop and go pee. But also recognize that while you can try to pee, you may not have to pee because you might be experiencing this crossover sensation. Right, and it's it's a little bit like you might come too quickly yeah. or pee. <clears throat> or you just, you can't really pinpoint at all times what's being pressed on. But your prostate and your bladder are pretty much like nestled into each other inside your body. So stimulating one is going to stimulate the other. And they're just those new sensations to kind of get used to. And I think exploring all along like whatever your undercarriage there, the taint, whatever it is, there's a lot of extra areas on your body, even if you only stroke yourself to masturbate. To really warm up the entirety of that organ is a whole different experience uh, than a lot of people are even associating with it. So exploring with a vibrator, a simple one, doesn't need fancy stuff on it, whatever it might be, can really go a long way. And it'll affect your stamina if you are going to, I don't know, all sorts of stuff. A better warm up will result in a more know, satisfying a, experience yeah, overall. A better functioning machine for whatever else you want it for. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, and it's it's odd to think that <clears throat> so many people are very sexual, but they don't take the time to explore their own bodies and find out what they actually like. Yeah, um, which I think is exceptionally important. You, it's so you, much easier for you to communicate to another person what you like if you know yourself and you can really be specific about what toys and what mm -hmm. sensations you like on what areas of your body. Yeah, and you shouldn't feel any shame about it. Right. It's, it's an outdated construct um, in sexuality nowadays. But it's okay if you do. Yeah, it's okay if, if yeah. it's okay. We understand And actually, that. maybe if you really like shame and it's a sexual turn on for you, then cheers. Yeah, maybe you can work through that in some fashion uh, your, by yourself or with your partner. But it's also, um, we, we just hope that you guys can end up separating the shame from the fact that like you're beautiful because you're a human and you can enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and we hope you do. And I think that what you said about um, part, uh, people with prostates not necessarily reaching out and getting their own toys at first, um, but using their partner's toys, I've heard that a lot from people with prostates where they didn't feel like they were comfortable getting a toy for themselves at first and they did use their partner's vibrator at first. But I'm here to tell you that prostate technology is fucking fantastic. And it's so much better than using your partner's toy. Prostate toys are curved in a way and made of special material and special length. We're gonna talk about length a little bit later um, and exactly where the prostate is and how going too far can maybe kind of miss the mark. You can overshoot if you're trying really hard to um, end up doing prostate stuff. So there's this kind of, what's this one called? Do we have the boxes or are we doing that later? No, we have the boxes. We're oh, gonna, great. We're gonna do that now. Ian Rath, that what's this called? That is the under control silicon prostate vibrator with remote. Which I think is a great beginner toy because it's not very big and also you don't need to stick it in you. Like Ruckus was saying, you can just kind of like touch on the, um, what's what's the taint actually called? Is it perineum? Am I using the wrong fucking word? No, you're using our Thank you so much. I, I, um, I kind of wanted to be a doctor, but I ended up being a fucking dominatrix instead. You want to hit it on? Do the math on that one. People. 
<laughs> I do like to fucking root around in people. Is that why you're friends with me? I mean, whatever. The fuck? Hey. Uh. No, no, yes. That read went south quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah, were you trying to read me? Because you fucking read yourself. Ah. Thank and you so much. And it vibrates. Ah, so go. you turn it on and off, and then you can turn it up or down with the vibrator. And you have a groovy remote. And you have a groovy remote. Um, I really like this toy because it's this the silicone material that's like newer. Um, it's less absorbent of the lube. Um, it feels less porous to me when I've used it. Um, I have used silicone lube on it and it's gone okay. Last time we did the show with mm. Kira, we were talking about the older technology silicone toys um, tend to absorb the lube, the silicone lube, and it doesn't go as well. Um, obviously, if you um, want to do anal and you want to use a silicone toy and not use silicone lube, I suggest a thick water jelly lube, not the thin water lubes, the thicker ones, or a hybrid lube. And these, these toys aren't too long because the prostate's what, two, two, three inches inside the rectum? So I've compared the... Um, Less. At most, yeah. It's not very far in and you want the toy to hit, hit the prostate. You don't want to go past the prostate. You're overshooting your mark. I've compared the location of the prostate for me, since I'm a pansexual, is in the same spot as the G-spot is. Exactly. So um, I've said this ad nauseum, but I'll say it again because I realize it's the internet and sometimes information goes into the vacuum. Um, I fuck women uh, and non-binary people and gender fluid people and other people and men the same exact way. I fuck all human beings in one fashion, as in the way that they want to be fucked, but like medically, technically, yeah. um, it's in and up is where you're going. Yeah, and if you're gonna use your fingers to look for it, it it's like a little squishy walnut. I love the squishy walnut analogy because walnuts are just the hardest. Like it's like a, it's the nut is hard to crack, and so imagining a squishy one is like kind of funny. It's hilarious. It's kind of funny. It's but if, if you if you put your fingers up your partner's or your own bottom, uh, and go in maybe two inches, it's on the upside and it feels like a little little squishy walnut, is what everybody calls it. Yeah. Ventral, is that correct? No, I have no idea what that means. Ventral or dorsal, I believe ventral. Over my head. Yeah, dorsal's down. Dorsal's uh, down. Right. Oh, Ventral um, fin up, dorsal fin down, I think. Uh, you guys should look this if, up and if, correct if, us. If we're right. wrong about that, let yeah, us know. No, don't up, let us know. Look it up we'll and correct us. I believe it's, it's or ventral. Or not up and down, but like toward the spine. Yeah, dorsal. so the front or the back. Yeah, I believe yeah. it's ventral. I think you're right. Yeah. But it's something you want to pay attention to if you want to do prostate play. You just don't want to go willy-nilly and do stuff. You want to actually have a plan. I can't even and imagine what willy-nilly <laughs> Because now I'm imagining like, like you know, <laughs> is it a Bones Day? Like, no! Yeah. It's but not you, a Bones but, but Day, really when but you it's do inside it, your asshole. In particular, first, when you first start, you want to be peer-to-peer -peer with your partner so you can discuss this and say no, deeper, shallower, softer, harder, more, less. So what Ian Routh is referring to is whether or not you're communicating in a DS dynamic, dom sub dynamic, so um, verbal restriction or peer-to-peer. -peer. Um, I personally meant for this entire experience today to be about peer-to-peer, -peer, mm -hmm. but you can do it in DS if you want to. Um, and I'll give you guys an example because this is my most asked question about doing domination stuff. So peer-to-peer -peer is just like, <clears throat> hey, babe. We're talking. We're talking. We're, we're talking here. And um, DS dynamic, if you're communicating things about your body, you can still do um, inside of your role play or inside of your fantasy because you can say um, you just honorifics and um, politeness, please and thanks, thank you is really easy. And then you can communicate to your top 
um, you know, please, sir or ma'am, higher or lower, like, oh, please, sir, that hurts, mercy. Um, and those are good ways to, if you want to stay in a fantasy dynamic and you do want to do DS, you can. Um, I like insertion play for soft DS, at least at the first, um, at, the, at the beginning. I think hard DS is reserved for people who are really experienced and I actually don't recommend that most people watching this show do hard DS. Um, I don't think that you should learn that from something that you watch over the internet or hear on a podcast. I think that you should get in-person instruction if you're doing really hard DS. Mm -hmm. I think it can be really dangerous towards you, yourself, and your partner to do that um, unsupervised and uninstructed. Um, but for today's purposes, we're going to go peer to peer. So like, you know, if you want to do dirty talk while you're doing the peer to peer, it doesn't have to be sterile. Like we're Virgo and Scorpio. So sometimes when we're enunciating, we're very sterile because we're trying to be clinical, but you can And you're trying to be clear. And you're just clear. trying to be clear yes. and concise. And that comes off as sterile, like fucking serial killers because, eh, do the math. So it's like a Cenobite trying to tell you how to, like trying to explain to a My Little Pony how to fuck its own asshole. I'm so sorry that I said those words together. It was definitely a mistake. Excuse me. <laughs> Pardon me. When you're about to fuck someone in the ass, mm. ask them first how they feel about it. Okay, we're back on track now. Yes, we okay. are. I got Cenobites and My Little Ponies out of my system mostly. Okay, good. And maybe Leprechauns in a little while, I don't know. So, okay, so. You invited me here. It's your I fault. know, I love I you. I blame you. So. Before so what what Aiden said off? before before <laughs> yeah before you fuck somebody in the ass or when you're going to do anal play with them, ask them how they would like it. Ask them are they experienced? Have they done this before? Mm -hmm. How experienced are they? And generally, a lot of lube, a lot of lube. If you think you have enough lube, you probably should double that amount of lube and just use more lube. You can never have too much lube necessarily if you're doing anal. Mm. In my head, there's a water slide now. Yeah. <laughs> And did I interrupt you with my water slide yeah, picture? Yeah, it did. Now well, in your head, there's, there's a water slide. Whee! So a lot of lube and go very, very slowly. Yes. And what I generally like to do if I'm going to do uh, anal with my partner is a lot of times put them on top or put them in a position where that they can, they can, they can fuck in, themselves, impale themselves yes. on. On. I love that you said impale because it was way too strong of a word for what we're talking about, and I, I love it so much. Then they can just ride his massive. <laughs> uh, they can they can ride God, you the know cock it whether it's whether hey. it's. Hey. Let's say impale and. <laughs> but because then they then they have a sense of control and they can control what's going on. And uh, not just a sense, but also like actual literal dynamics, like nest you. Um, giving or topping don't necessarily want to shove something in someone's asshole. It is sometimes and very often better if you let them come down onto the toy instead because then they can stop and they can breathe and they can stretch their muscle. Um, you're getting to the prostate through the anus um, and that is a muscle and so it needs to be stretched and relaxed and that has to go really slowly. Yeah. And what I have seen is uh, or and also heard about is a lot of people when they first start doing anal play with their partner is they're all about it now. They're not the they're the one with the the phallus, and oh, they're yes. like, yeah, 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 let's go, let's go, let's go. They're little too they're little too enthusiastic. So what that comes from, um, I I speculate that what phallic over enthusiasm comes from is. Did you like that? That's my new band name. You can be in my phallic band. Do you want to play bass? Um, okay. What that comes from is. Um, <laughs> Possibly social structure and patriarchy, um, and the fact that a lot of often um, when these things happen, they happen between a binary situation where um, the woman is now going to be fucking the man in the ass, and um, in her head, she can't like divorce 
her experience from her egoic identity of being a woman and being ruled by the patriarchy, which is terrible and we are all 100% of us afflicted by. And we're here to help everyone get past because there's so much more fun for you to have as a human being outside of it. But she immediately is just like, yeah, bitch, I'm gonna fuck you. And then, you know, she's not gonna- Feeling very empowered. Yeah, not empowered, but like maybe past empowered towards the bad side of it. Um, she's not gonna have a good time because she's not gonna have a genuine authentic experience It's an egoic experience and I know you think you're having a good time You're not you're gonna get anxiety in ten years and pay a fucking shrink I'll tell you for free right now. Stop that fucking shit. It was cheap. I'm not generally so you're welcome and then <laughs> Uh, the, the person the receiver is not gonna have a good time What you want to do is like take your center and try to connect it to the other person's center like forget that you exist and just try to connect yourself to the other human being and go slow and realize that you are connecting with them and in connecting with them you're not just connecting with them down here but like here and here as well and that should be something that is kind of more of your focus and your goal so to recap go slow i said it better you said it longer you said it better, but you also said and it longer. And longer is generally better so, as far as I can tell. I mean, except when you're trying to hit the prostate, in which case you might want something shorter. One short, yeah. But and it'll pay off. You know, yeah, your time. because you want whoever you're playing with and whoever, if you love them or care about them, to have a good time. Or even if you don't. Or even if you don't, you want them to have a good time, you want to have a good time. You don't want to harm anybody, you, want, you don't want to emotionally damage anybody because there's a lot of people that, let's say, have been having these fantasies for years and years and years and then finally you get to have the fantasy, you want it to go well. Yeah, I think that bottoms men also feel like they can relieve themselves of the burden of the patriarchy but by getting slammed in the ass by a woman necessarily. If that's your thing and you are binary and you just subscribe to that. And that, in my experience, doesn't really go well either. Also, everybody's going to get poop on them and I don't think that you want that. So let me just steer you away from that because of fecal matter in general. Yeah, so look, if you're doing anal fine but you can we're not going to talk about cleaning out today because we've talked about cleaning out a lot but yeah watch clean the other out, shows watch other shows but cleaning out is not that difficult you don't want to clean out too much because then you'll just make mud stir your pot and that's yeah that's all bad yeah you just need the lower portion um of your yeah, rectum cleaned out yeah you don't need the upper portion that no, makes mud don't, do, don't that. do that um and if you are doing anal on somebody and there is a little Fecal matter. Just have wipe a, it off. Just have a towel. Yeah. Have some have some moist towel. Thank you for saying that. Towel. Be cool about fecal matter because embarrassing your bottom in a way that um the, they haven't agreed to be embarrassed by you is completely inappropriate. Did you want to say something? Yeah, especially if you're only at top. You just deal with it. Don't make somebody feel shitty who's already opening themselves up for you like that. Yeah. Uh, like it might not be your favorite thing, but trust me, they're in their head about it too. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do to keep somebody relaxed when you're going forward with those things that just don't even focus on something shame-based unless they're specifically asking you for it. You know, just mm. the same way, like, say you pick up a toy you like, you only make it to the very end, the first, like, handful of times you use it. Yeah. That's fucking fine. Totally fine. There's no wrong answer. It's your body. Right. Unless you just happen to have a horrible time because you convinced yourself you had to get the whole thing in there. You had to actually ejaculate from the prostate, whatever it might be. There's a lot of opportunities for you when you're exploring and no wrong answer. If you have a good time or you learn a little bit, something about yourself or your body, that's a win. Always, right? So I love the play that you brought up about ejaculation. 
Um, so there are so many different ways for people with prostates to come, and some of them don't include the viscous white fluid shooting out of the penis necessarily. Some of them include internal orgasms. Ruckus, can you tell us a little bit about what an internal orgasm as a person with a prostate is like? Um, yeah, a lot of really similar sensations, but the very like external, usually focused around the head of the penis, uh, sensitivity related to the feeling of the orgasm is it's different it's lower and like deeper in a way that's really intense and cool and you could probably get to without putting anything inside you um, a vibrator from the outside uh, I mostly end up having internal orgasms kind of accidentally uh, and on film it's funny because everything is so built around the moment where you are gonna come visibly. So when it just like comes and goes and you're just like, oh, well I feel great, but I guess we gotta do that part again. Right. Um, because of the lack know, so of the visual signifier of orgasm. Right, which for the sake of a work day has to happen, so your day's not over. But like, sure. the orgasm itself is the same feeling. You could be completely wiped out afterward. It's like a intense, all your pelvic floor muscles play a big part in prostate enjoyment. I think anyone getting fucked has to be somewhat in touch with those muscles. Sure. It's what you're relaxing when you let someone put something into you anally, um, or any of that, you know? Like I said, just explore your actual anatomy along the underside there. The perineum is extremely sensitive, and turns out the only thing that makes you gay is being gay. So That's true. That there you true. have it. If that's a hang-up that you have and you think being in touch with your body is tied to something else, there might just be feelings tied to something else. But you can separate them from all of this. Because having a good time or a more open time masturbating doesn't say anything else about you. That's an interesting point that you're bringing up, um, that trauma lives in the body. And so you may have some trauma that is centered in your lower region around your asshole. And so that might make it difficult for you to open up or to relax, um, even though you're trying your best physically to relax as much as you can. Um, there may be some mental blockage or trauma that lives in your asshole. It does happen. You can read books online about it. We can't really go into it now, maybe in some other time. Um, but don't be angry at yourself. If you can't get your asshole open or if you're super tight and it's not going to work for you, don't worry about it. Just move the vibrator around and have a good time. And, you know, like Ruckus was saying, like move the vibrator up and down. If you don't come, don't worry about it. It's more just about enjoying yourself and being in the moment and having sensation. And then if you do want to come at some point, you can do something else. Like you can use this on, um, on your outwardly projected genitalia if you want to. You can pop that fucker right on there and just go up and down and jerk off with it like this. I know everybody likes watching me jerk off. And I'm, I'm famous go. for jerking off on the internet. Did you know that? Oh God, it's stuck to the table. Excuse me. Um, yeah, you just kind of get it down. It's hard when it's dry. <sighs> so awkward. So awkward. This <laughs> is like a nightmare. Like, you ever tried to use sex toys dry during a demo and they won't go? It's like a weird fucking performance anxiety nightmare. You just drool in it. <laughs> just, just spit on it. Because <laughs> that's what would happen in a nightmare. Anyway, you can jerk off with this. If you, if you can't come from your butt, don't worry. It's okay. You're still cool. We love you. You can jerk off like this. 
Yay! Yeah, or even if you just gently try the new thing and then finish off the like way this. you're always. Oh my god, it's exactly so weird. Exactly like it's that. Just, you finish off dry yeah. in a. It's so there are there are prostate toys that are butt plug based. Uh, that one. Yeah, butt plugs work on your prostate yeah. too. It's great because of the length of them. Which um, you like that light up? Which was the light up? The disco. Yeah, butt plug. That one, the light up disco, disco butt plug. Di yeah. Disco butthole. Yeah. Um, that you guys have that's an <laughs> extreme restraint story that Kira demoed last time, um, mm -hmm. the, like rave in your asshole. Um, Ruckus really likes rave in your asshole too, as it turns out. That was the one I used on you. That but these time. are these are more uh, prostate based because of the way they curve. Now, other good prostate toys are just if you like glass, which has a very low drag coefficient and will go in and out of your See, asshole. See, I used easily. to say that like two years ago, and you made fun of me for fucking. Saying and now it I'm all saying it. Now I'm saying it because I, I picked up how you said it because it's a brilliant, brilliant way to say it. Because it's true. Because it's true. That's the only way to say it. Low coefficient of drag. But this has a subtle curve to it. This is good. Now, if you're going to use this on a partner, just ask them because you can feel when you hit the prostate. Mm -hmm. you, can de you definitely know it. And just go very gentle because this is hard, but yeah. go very gentle and light. That's there a great go. point about glass. Also, that looks a little yeah, odd go there. Ahead. <laughs> just oh, it's odd now? Okay. Um, so this is a glass toy and it's on the table because Ruckus and I had a conversation that you guys were not privy to, but I'll tell you about, about what kind of toys they like inside their asshole and glass was on the table. Yeah. You might try a couple. You might try uh, silicone, you might try glass, you might try metal, and hopefully you'll find a winner, but you may have to go through a couple of iterations of toys to find out what. I hope when you do it, you go, we have a winner. We have a winner. Please do that. And we'll send you some pom-poms so you can cheer yourself on. Um, Ian Rath is really great at pom-poms. Actually, I feel like he's going to do his own personal tutorial that will be available as a bonus reel after this. So this is, uh, this is the deluxe voodoo beads. Uh, who knows how that got named that way, but these it's, are it's some named. anal beads. But it's anal beads. Yeah, it's anal beads. And, and it, anal beads and it is vibrates. so OG for me. I feel like, and anal beads is not only prostate, but it's also ring. Mm -hmm. Um. I feel like I, I maybe it's generational generational because I'm an elder millennial Xer I'm a Zennial, um, that our first exposure to butthole toys was fucking anal beads and it wasn't yep. this nice kind. There were these big anal beads and they had a string in between them and they were truly horrifying. Truly horrible. Because you yep. never got the fucking boop out of there. Um, but, so this is a really nice updated version of the technology. So you get a little stretch, you get a couple beads, you get this is probably going to hit the prostate because it has a subtle curve. And they have a snapback if you like that. Yeah. So this series is, of snapbacks. This is, an, would be interesting, Captain Hook. Uh, pleasure hook, Captain Hook, pleasure hook, because you can put this in and it's going to hook up and it also vibrates on, on the prostate. Um, so you can do prostate butt plug toys, you can do these things as toys. Um, or you can do the get fucked in the ass and do the pegging thing. Yeah, we have that too. Um, also, bonus points for bonus points for whoever dresses up like a pirate and does this to um, the Captain Hook song and sends me a video on Twitter of it. Bonus points for you. Um, so, what were you saying about strap-on harnesses again? Uh, Those so ones? traditional pegging. Yeah, can it would I see be uh, strap-on. So I traditional told... because that's what we consider to be traditional yeah. because you don't want to know what we consider to be alternative because it's bad. We could never tell you. 
Um, so this is the kind that goes in between your butt cheeks, mm -hmm. which I hate because I have really sensitive skin and anything in between my butt cheeks is giving but me a some people rash. like it and these, these like are from it. the Strap U line and they're lovely. Don't put anything between my butt cheeks. We're going to have a fight. Uh, this doesn't have anything between your butt cheeks. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm on your side. What? <laughs> no? Yes. Um, I prefer this style. Um, it's up to you whether you wear these above your hips, on your hips, or below your hips. Um, I have kind of wider hips. Um, that kind of level off. So if I have something on my hip, it's just going to slide right the yeah. fuck off. There's no right way. No. So wear do it, it how you like. Do it how it feels good for you. Correct and secure. And then this part. Come here, you fucking asshole. Sorry. Um, this part goes in like this. That's how that works. Yeah. Well, there's a ring here, and it goes through the ring. So you're, yeah, it you're goes through the ring. No. I just put it through the whole for, harness. You could take the ring off and put it in front of the harness if you want. But this is easier. So for people who want to do prostate pr play, uh, and they want to have all the toys you do, want yeah, she's a toy hoarder. Um, and you want to do pegging, but let's say your partner may not be physically able or physically strong enough. Oh my gosh! Um, thank you so much for bringing this up. To do it, there we do have this ring. So what it is is two straps that go to essentially the the ring that holds the Here, strap on. Let me give you this penis. Yeah. And this, this penis for you. There you go, dude. Yeah, and yeah. this no you can I, I, you can I, put this over a chair. Like you can put this you tie it around a pillow. Put it around a chair. Put it around anything. Oh, that a this pillow would, would be so cute. Yeah. You can, if you want somebody on you, you can put it around your chest. Okay, um, and then they squat up and down, and you're right there going, oh yeah, that's so hot. If that's what you want to do. You have to say um, it like that. Yeah, you have to say it like that. We also, I didn't pull it, but we also have some that will go around your thigh. So somebody could be right here fucking himself, and you're looking in their eyes telling them how much you love them, so to speak. So if you um, necessarily don't possess um, the strength or um, if, you feel, if you feel like you've been strapped on fucking for a while and you're tired for whatever reason, um, you can switch to one of these things and keep that experience going. Keep the prostate play and pegging experience going. We had um, a lovely woman write to us mm -hmm. and talk about um, what if I feel fatigue when I'm doing pegging, and this is a great way to handle fatigue if you're topping when you're pegging. Yeah, as, as the population worldwide ages, um, absolutely, people are going to run into different medical things that you didn't have in your 20s or 30s or 40s. Yes. And you're going to have to find workarounds if you still want to enjoy some of the same activities. This strap would be a very casual workaround. They're great workarounds. Um, so don't do anything that's going to endanger you. Don't do anything that's going to harm you. Um, if you're tired, take a break. It's really easy. I have no problems taking breaks during, you know, sex. Yeah. Call it the seventh inning stretch. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, like going to a ball game. <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to say before we move to the demo portion about um, prostates or the theory of people with prostates as it applies today? No, I think that's about it. Just people, it's going to be a different ride for everybody. You just got to explore and not be afraid of what's literally your own fucking body. Cultural hangups, anything it might be isn't real in the moment where you're in there just exploring yourself. Yeah. You're gonna have that body the rest of your life. You might as well get to know it. There are a lot of ways you can feel good and a lot of orgasms that are honestly more intense than what most people just jerk off and give themselves uh, available. And you wanted a particularly uh, soft dildo today. So yeah. people can want 
different densities and different sizes of dildos at different moments, different times of the week, different times of the year. Sure. Um, just depending on how you feel. So this is actually a dildo from the Squeeze It line, and it's very, very soft, and but it's still very firm. So this is kind of a good dildo, the Squeeze It line dildos to start with, because they are very soft but very firm, and you might find it easier to take up your ass. Soft on the outside, hard on the inside, opposite of me. Yeah. Squeeze. Pretty much. Squeeze. Squ pretty much. And they really Squeeze. only need Squeeze. to be firm enough to not go, you know, push and rope, like bending on the way in. Push and rope. When there's a stroke happening. And everything else, a little give is, is nice. Uh, <laughs> let it out. Come Keep on, going. let it out. Nope, I got this. Keep you going. Got this? All right. Sorry, it was the pushing rope. Hey, well, I'm saying a lot of those toys, like you get one that's soft enough that it actually feels <laughs> better going in you and your ass muscles to relax around it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to use anything that's way, way, way too hard. And, um, right. And um, that's where glass yielding. or stainless start to feel nice because you wield this very differently than that. So this one can be hard, but like someone might be in doggy on all fours and you could be behind them at this point and the prostate you could be hitting it very well and not be past this. Yeah, like and it's a small like move. You can so just do a small, like, it's a tiny little move. Right, it's not a this, exactly. it's a, it can be a tiny, tiny, tiny little You're rubbing move. it like you would someone's G-spot with yeah. these things. You're, I didn't see what you guys did. Can you demo it again one more time just for me so I can see yeah, it? Yeah, hold on, let me just. <laughs> well, it's, it's like when you're doing a, 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 a woman's G-spot, it's a very, very small move. It's not a big move, it's just, it's really, really small. Yeah, come here, come here. I'll show you, come here, I'll show you. Okay, we are gonna take, <laughs> don't make me laugh. We are gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, uh, Aiden's gonna do some demo. Now, if you are um, listening on a podcast to us, uh, uh, we're gonna cut this part out because I find that most of you fall off about now anyway because the second half of the show is pretty much purely visual. Oh yeah, so go watch it on the website. So, it's xruniversity.com. Yeah, so uh, the podcast the people, uh, see you next month. Love, love you, love you that you stopped by to listen but to this. But go watch it on the website. Uh, web podcast people, right? Am I getting this right? Uh, everybody that's just listening and not watching, everybody that's never watching, never gonna know what this is. Yeah, everybody that's watching. You should go watch it and find out. That's what is that clicking? So if you're just it's listening, wet. it's a wet clicking. We'll see you next month. If you're watching, we'll see you in about a minute. Yeah, it's wet. This is Ian Rath. Thank you for downloading and enjoying the podcast. XRU is brought to you by ExtremeRestraints.com. ExtremeRestraints.com and XRU believe that adults of all genders, orientations, cultures, identities, and abilities have the right to choose their sexual identity and express without fear of judgment or persecution. We support the right to intimacy and passion in sexual relationships, the pursuit of sex-positive education and sexual desires, to help educate people to have healthy and fulfilling sex lives, and to encourage Encourage sexual exploration and enhance sexual wellness. Hi, everybody. This is Ian Rapp. Thanks for downloading the podcast and supporting our show. You're listening to Extreme Restraint University. 